Hello, everyone. How's it going? How's your day been? <laughs> I start crying. <laughs> uh, it's not been a good one. I'm gonna start over. It's not been a good one. My brother's been saying it fucking sucks. Introducing my guests. <laughs> hey, what's up? Uh, it just feels weird because it's like you're right there. <laughs> I can look over here. Why don't you just leave? He can go. Um, hey. Welcome. Welcome to No Eye Contact. My name's Ash. I'm 24. I'm a Virgo. And my brother's here. Howdy. Give him, give him a round of applause. This is no, no eye contact. No you. No, no eye contact you. is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Yes. And I'm here with my little brother just ca- catching up, checking in. It had been a minute. It had, it had been a minute. Uh, my brother went to college. I went to college. I started college, yeah. Three weeks in. Three weeks in. It's disgusting. I hate it. The worst experience of my life. Not worth it. Don't go to school. Don't go to school. Or do. Yeah, Cameron did two years of community college, and then he's starting in college as a junior. But I already have an associate's. It came in the mail when I when I stopped by and saw Dad. It was there, and I opened it. And I looked at it. He has an associate's. An associate in arts. And uh, he just came to visit me, and he's staying with me for the weekend, and we've been having a grand old time. We have. And I just wanted to check in with him today and see how his college experience has been going. Cameron. Yeah. How has your college experience been going? Oh, that is a tough question to answer. It's, it's, it's mostly been positive. I've, for the most part, enjoyed it, but that doesn't mean that there haven't been nuisances and hurdles that I've had to kind of get over. Naturally. Naturally. Would you like me to talk about them? Cameron, what are some of those nuisances and hurdles? I'm glad you asked. Um, one of them is that I'm not used to living with sh- three strangers. That can be a lot. It is. It's hard to live with people. It is. And you know, I was really worried because I'm usually, I mean, you know me, I'm pretty messy. Yes. But... I would say within my messiness, I'm good at confining it to my space. Correct? Sure. I am very messy. I don't. I forget to put things up a lot, and I am just naturally messy. But So going in, I was like, I don't want to be the messy roommate. I don't want to be the one that everyone's always mad at because like, he makes stuff dirty. And fortunately, no, I don't think that I could be that because one of my roommates is so messy, it's insane. <sighs> How messy is he? You're going to have to edit it in. How messy is he? Extremely. Wow. <laughs> he, oh, okay. So we had a, our first Friday there. I, I moved in on Tuesday and then I met my guys. He, the, at the time there was only two of us later. No, there was only three of us because... Counting you. Yes. And it's a suite. It's not a dorm. So we each have a private room and then we have a shared common space and then a shared bathroom. Um, just for the audience. And um, so he had already been there a week before I showed up and then another guy showed up and then another guy didn't show up until a week later. But so the three of us uh, that Friday, we had a little party. We had some girls over and we had some drinks and, you know, so it was a little bit of fun. Got a little crazy. <laughs> a little um, turnt. 
got lit, as the kids it was say. Friday night. We didn't have classes, you know, it was whatever. Um, but yeah, and so after the party, we we had generated quite a bit of mess. But so we walked the girls back to their dorm, and then we came back, and me and the other roommate, who was not the messy one, who we will call John, in case I have to refer John. to him, and I'll definitely not forget and call him his real name. Um, so me and John. We cleaned up our stuff. Like we, we at the very, I didn't really clean so much as I just picked up all of my mess because I was also a little messed up at that point. I collected all my stuff and I just kind of threw it in my room and I was like, I'll deal with it in the morning, but it's in literally no one else's space except mine. So my mess is not affecting anyone except me. And same thing that John did. That's exactly what John did as well. Right? Mm-hmm. The other guy did not do that. The other guy did not think that applied to him. And in fact, that his mess stayed there. Probably until Wednesday the following week. So we had the party Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And he didn't clean it up. My John was like, hey man, maybe we should maybe we should clean up this mess. And then they cleaned it up together. But the funniest part of the whole thing is that so on Monday, we had like a, an RA meeting. And um, afterwards, we had to like come back and fill out this like roommate agreement thing. And uh, while we were sitting there talking, uh, the the John had left the room, and so it was just me and the messy guy. And the messy guy was like, "You know, Cameron, it's it's getting kind of messy in here. Maybe we should, we, you know, we should all together clean the suite." And I dead ass was just like, "None of none of this was me. None of the trash in this room was generated by yeah. Look around, because uh, John is a pretty health guru guy. Doesn't drink soda. I don't like diet sodas." Don't like Pepsi. Don't like energy drinks. The side table where the messy guy was sitting during the party is just full of empty diet Pepsi cans and Red Bulls. And it's like I would never drink that. The other guy's a health nut who doesn't do caffeine or any like sugary type stuff. It's just you. And it's sh- like several pairs of shoes are all over the common area of the suite, not in his room. He got mail. And he just – he opened his mail, like his Amazon package, and just left the Amazon ripped up packaging all over the couch. Not even on the floor. On the sitting area. And he also hung a framed photo of Karl Marx. In the common area. In the common area. I, I, I'm sure he asked after it was hung up. And, of course, I'm not going to say no because I don't want to be that guy. And – I guess John is also okay with that. So there's a framed photo of Karl Marx. And I'm not saying that that's necessarily a problem. It's just it's a choice. You know, that's a that's like a – that, that's the thing you're going to hang up. I didn't know it was framed. It's framed. Who framed Karl Marx? Messy. <laughs> Messy kid. He And he was planning on hanging it in his room. And then when he found out that John was a radicalized, oh, they're very political, and I hate politics. <laughs> they keep saying they're they're going to radicalize. They, you. Yeah, they said that by the end of the semester we're going to radicalize you. And I was like, what does that mean? Which I think is assault. <laughs> so <laughs> they oh. they radicalized that kid in the bathroom in Thirteen Reasons Why. <laughs> no. Uh, what about how? Okay, I think it should. It's fair to say that the messy kid is 17 years old yes i'm 20 and john is 23 and then there's a 17 year old which doesn't feel even like it should be allowed no yes i agree but so he's probably used to his fucking 
mom. His he should mom, be in high school. Right he now. also <laughs> is is clearly uh, he was very sheltered, and I think he was homeschooled. If that tells anyone what that means, I've met a lot of homeschool kids in my life, and they all kind of have that same vibe. Mm-hmm. Talk about Nathan. <laughs> I'll bleep that. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> okay. He lives it. <laughs> Just dox him. His phone number is. I have his phone number. I don't know what it is. Um, what were we talking about? I lost my train of thought. Oh, with yes, I was and he's not good in social situations, and he has like a hard time reading the uh, room. I was gonna bring up the hugging. Yes, he hugs me a lot, a lot. But every time after, every time after, he goes, "Oh, oh, sorry, man. I uh, did. Did that make you uncomfortable? Like, like if that makes you uncomfortable, you can like you can report me to like the the campus police. Like, like if 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 that was like harassment, and I'm like." A, I'm not that uncomfortable. I'm not uncomfortable enough to report you to the police. But also, if every time you're going to hug me, you're going to do that, that should be a sign to you that you should not hug me. If every time you hug me, you get the vibe that I'm uncomfortable, stop hugging me. Because I am uncomfortable. I'm just not that uncomfortable. True. I would rather he didn't hug me, but it's fine that he hugs me. Well, stop touching people. There's literally a that too. virus. <laughs> that too. Let's stop touching. But it's people. also, we live where you're sharing this. Like, if one of us gets it, we're all gonna get it. There's no like, even if we aren't hugging. You're definitely gonna get it if you're hugging. <laughs> That's true. But like, I mean, we eat our meat. Like, we eat meals together, sitting around a small table in a packed cafeteria. My school, there was a cafeteria near my dorm. Oh, my dorm is the farthest dorm away from like the actual campus. It's like a ten minute walk the actual campus and there's no parking so driving is not an option and uh there was one there's two cafeterias on campus and there was one like a five minute walk for me and then the other one is like a 15 minute walk away but to be fair the other one's bigger and nicer but less people because it's just the dorms around us whatever closed it everyone goes yes they closed it after the first week and so now everyone has to go to the other one it's always packed it's way too loud it's probably over capacity 100% of the time. And yeah, it's just like way more stressful and 15 minutes away. Damn. So it's like, even if I, cause like you can, they, you can get like a to go box and then just like walk through and get your stuff and then not eat there and then just leave. Yeah. But you gotta walk 15, 30 minutes, minutes 15 yeah. there, 15 back. Yeah. Yeah. Like might as well sit down and eat this. I might as well hot. sit down. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That being said, though, the food selection on campus is pretty good. We have, like, a place that's kind of like a Chipotle's. We have a Chili's, Subway, Moe's. There's a Papa John's. On campus? On campus. Wow. It, that's It's actually on the bottom floor of the really big cafeteria. There's, like, a Moe's uh, and then, like, a salad place and then Papa John's. And I think there's another place. There's also a Chick-fil-A in there. That's also where the Chipotle place is. But they're like on separate ends. Whereas like the other ones are like they like mall stations. You know, like when you go to the mm. food, but then the other ones have like their own rooms, mm. like their own little kind of restaurant mm. corner. Yeah. The only like name- and there's a bagel place which is the, I I've been getting their bagel pizza and it has been fire. Oh yeah, the only like name brand places we had were Chick Fil A and um, McAllisters. McAllisters. I've never heard of McAllisters. Like on canvas. What is a McAllisters? A lot of whole, like uh, booby traps. <laughs> McAllisters. I made a whole little reference earlier today. Neither you nor Nathan laughed. What'd you say? I can't remember what we were talking about. 
probably wasn't funny. Oh, something about uh, we were talking about the McKee, the McGee show. Mm. This is an off-topic thing, but um, and there was a homeless guy living in the house Nathan was talking about, and they were scared of him, but then he was cool, and I was like, oh, it happens in both Home Alones. I heard you say that. Yeah, I guess it just wasn't funny. Yeah, sorry. They can't all cut be, it out. Could you get, they can't all be hits. Annex. Cameron got a gay hat to support me. Gay. <laughs> he's an ally. I'm an ally. What can he say? He's an and ally. And my messy roommate tried to steal it. Don't even let him put his grubby little hands on there. Thursday night, we, we were chilling in uh, John's room, and he's like, this is my hat now. And I was like, I think that he was just going to wear it for a little bit. I think that he wanted to wear it Friday, but I was like, I need that back before I leave tomorrow because it's my gay hat that I got for solidarity with my sister and I'm going to wear it when I go and see her. <laughs> Talk about how he makes up stuff when he wants things. Yes. That has happened <laughs> several times. Um, hmm. you can, I talk about being on gummies and stuff. Okay. So. I have a, I have a Delta 8 pen and uh, they he's 17 and they... Have, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, your legal... You're just not allowed to purchase it. I believe there is like a thing where it's like, I don't know. You're allowed to be drunk and like high. You're just not allowed to consume. Anyways, I let him use it. I let everybody at the party use it. And he was asking me about it at the party. And I told him like, you have to be 21 to buy it. Blah, blah, blah. And then um, the next day he knocks on my door and he's like, oh, hey man. Oh, and he hit it way too much at the party. I should also say he's that. he's not even inhaling it. He was hitting, not even Yeah, no, he was just. High. And I would be like. You're not inhaling it. You have to inhale it. And then he would be like, oh, sorry. It's like, you're doing it fucking wrong. And the, yeah. And then he was like, yeah, the high didn't really last. It wasn't that good. Of, like, it didn't last long. It wasn't good. And I was like, then stop. You're just wasting it. He, bur- he burned it more than everybody else combined. Everyone else at the party. All There was like seven of us. Hmm. Um. Yeah. And then so the next morning he comes to my door and he's like. Oh, hey, I remember. I remember last night you said that you had uh, you had other pins and that you were going to give me one. I was like, I did not say. He was like, no, I, I definitely remember. I definitely remember you, you saying that to me. And I was like, I did not. I that those words never left my mouth. Uh, I don't have. I only have my one charger, and I only really have enough to last me until I can buy more. So, no. And I was like, John is twenty three. You can go and ask him to buy you one if you want. And then so I guess they're working something out. And then you do, do that with your other roommate. Yes, and then when the other roommate moved in, which by the way is a very funny story because we, me and John both had girls spending the night, and um, the guy was moving in and we didn't know he was coming, and so it like we had like stayed up until like really late, and then set like seven eight a.m. I've only got like five hours sleep. Knock knock knock. Like, oh come come help us move this guy in. Come help us move our new roommate in. And I'm like, what what the fuck are you talking about? And so I go out there with like my sh- like I'm buttoning up my shirt. And my, the girl I'm with is, like, not wearing underwear, like, just covering herself with, like, my big shirt. And, and then we walk out there and it's him and his mom. <laughs> and we're like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's it, funny. It'd be like that. Also, here's our framed picture with Karl Marx. Yes. <laughs> Which is – actually, it isn't hanging yet. It sits on the couch because we they hung it and then it fell. And then we got new stuff to hang it. And he refuses to do it, even though it's his fucking thing. And I'm not going to hang it up because I don't give a shit about Karl Marx. So the guy moved in. The guy and moved he was in. like, I have a trash can. 
Yes. He said, I have like a trash can. I have trash bags. If you, I think that he probably said like, oh, if you guys need to borrow like a trash bag, you can borrow a trash bag or something. And then like a couple days later, a uh, messy roommate is like, you said, you said you were going to give us a, a trash can for the bathroom. And I was like, I, I didn't say that. And he's like, no, you said that you were going to give us, you said that you were going to get, give us a, a trash can for the bathroom. And it was like, what the fuck? He didn't say that, bro. And even if he did. He Why just are you said being no. So aggressive? He just said no. Oh, 17-year-olds who are homeschooled who are now in college for some reason. Yeah, and wow. John, who's 23, is coming in as a sophomore. Damn. Cuz he like traveled for 3 years or something. Right? Went to Spain for like this 2 or 3 years. Spain. And he said he spent a lot of time just doing drugs in a dark room with a with like a Bible. Good. And God gave him a new name. It's not John anymore. <laughs> Which I think is the name that I know him as. I don't know any other name for him. And he told us a story about how his dad got mad at him for changing his name. I want to know what his other name is. Do you think his parents call him? That? Did he get it legally changed? I have no idea. Wow. Knowing. <laughs> and that guy's just a theater kid. <laughs> Horny theater kid, mind you. Horny. Horny. It's just, it's crazy because, like, I feel like a lot of theater kids are hot. A yeah, lot of that's theater true. kids are horny. A lot of kids fucked on that couch behind in the in the theater at, at our high school. I you sat know on that it. couch, bro. I sat on it. But you know. People told stories. There's a no way my generation invented fucking on that couch. <laughs> I'm sure, but I don't think I ran in those circles. I mean, the theater kids would just be like, yeah, I heard so and so. And I'm like, why? I don't. I was too busy writing I'm trying to the read Shakespeare. best goddamn talent show sketches. I had, the, I had theater twice. I only did it. No, I did like the one. Mm. And then the two one was with the talent show. So, yeah, same. So did you do it three times? I did it three times, yeah. Because I did it both semesters my senior year. And then I did it freshman year. <laughs> theater kid alert. That's true. I hide it well. He's a fucking weeb. No. I watched my first... I did watch my first anime movie this week. Sussy baka. Uh, it was okay. I would have preferred if, if it wasn't animation. The story was nice, but I just... I, I'm anti-animation. Is it a movie? Yeah, it was a movie. What was it? I don't remember the name, but it was about this guy who was really mean when he was younger. Somebody knows. Uh, about someone who was really mean when he was younger to this like deaf girl that went to their school. And then later in life, he like closed himself off from everyone around him because he was like, Oh, I'm an asshole. I don't deserve to like have friends. And then he's kind of relearning that he does deserve to have friends. And then he's like trying to make amends with like all the people he's hurt in his life. It's very good. And it, well, it literally starts with him as an adult. And he's like, uh, I'm going to sell literally everything I own to pay my mom back this money I owe her. And then I'm going to kill myself. Damn. Yeah. Wow, okay. You don't remember the name of it? I don't. I'm sure it was something in Japanese. Sounds about oh, right. Oh, but I watched it. You're, people are going to hate this. I watched it dubbed. Not my choice. The person who showed it to me's choice. Sad. Dubbed is too bizarre. It doesn't line up with the mouth. I would rather them... I would rather just read subtitles. The inflection's like not right. Yeah. They're like yelling for some reason. It's not the original. Like it's not like the director didn't direct the American speaker 
like yeah. voice acting, but he did the Japanese person. Yes. Yes. Dubbed as bizarre. I think it. I think some point soon I will watch an anime just to give it a try. I'm thinking about Attack on Titans. Attack of the Titans. Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan. <laughs> and I love when people add the S to things. Like they're like, "Oh, in Infinity Wars," and it's like, "It's Infinity War." Going to the Walmart. I'm going to go see the Doctor Strange's. And it's like, stop, please, for the love of God. Uh, do you want to talk TV shows? Yes. So Cameron and I. I moved home. I moved to my hometown about a year ago and we have been hanging out a lot and we've went through a bunch of TV shows, like a bunch of shows we had never watched before. Some that some one of us had watched before. Um, it was a lot of you showing me things. And then a couple times I showed you something. <laughs> She's pissed. <laughs> That's what the silence is. Absolute lividness. Five out of 11 for you. Had I seen them? You either picked them or you'd seen them. I'd seen... Oh, well, I'll say whether I've seen them before we watch them when we go through them. You've seen Ash. Yes. I'd seen half of the first season of Twin Peaks. Yeah. We counted Dark as both of us. We counted Dark as both of us. And then Hannibal and Mr. Robot. And I'd never seen either of those. Yeah. But I'm saying you picked them. Yeah. You said it was just me showing you stuff. It was mostly you just showing me things. You're fucked. Okay, first one we watched. <laughs> of the categories of neither of us have watched. Of wa- what I've seen? Of ne- Okay, so here are the categories, right? Ne- either neither of us have watched it before we watched it. One of us had watched it. So, like, either you had watched it or I had watched it. Those are the three options, right? Oh. And of those, the thing that appeared the most was a show that you ha- had already seen that you were showing me. Okay, fine. I just want to, yeah. <laughs> what, right. I can't rewatch good shows? <laughs> no, you can't. I'm just saying. You're I'm, like, yeah, it was like one. I'm literally going to murder you. Please do. No, I wouldn't do you the freaking decency. The kindness. All right, let's start. What's the first All right, show? the first one we watched was Euphoria. Very good. I mean, I liked Euphoria, yeah. I thought, especially visually, I loved it. And musically, I loved it. And then I think it has a good story. Oh, do you? Yeah. I thought that's I mean, what I, you didn't really like. I think that that's not as good as the music, like the score and the visuals. But like over, like I care about the, the main characters and stuff. I think they have a great cast. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. If you asked me right now what the main character's name was, I couldn't tell you. I know Jules. Start of the, it's Hunger Games, bitch. Katniss? Prim? Why, who were they doing this for? Rue. Dolph the Rue is right there. Can't whistle. I was one of the bitches in the in the movie theater during Hunger Games that did this. Of course you were. It's so embarrassing. I wish I didn't. If I could go back in time and shoot myself before I did that, I would. Hmm. So Euphoria. Yeah. Um, Euphoria is amazing. Yeah. But Here's my problems with Euphoria. I wish that... I don't think there's any reason why they couldn't be college kids. I just don't like this whole thing where we're just watching like high schoolers get fucked up and have sex with each other. Because there's that level of like, 
where te- I know all these actors are overage, but like the within the context of the story, it's pedophilia. Yeah, we're watching fucking kids have sex. Yeah. That's weird. We're also sometimes we're watching like statutory rape happen. Um, and first episode, the f- I think it's the first thing that happens. Pretty much. Um, but what was I gonna say? But it also kind of creates like an unrealistic standard for actual like kids. It it is crazy because there there really is nothing that much different. I mean, obviously Euphoria is like quality wise better, but in terms of like the writing and like the subject matter, there really is no difference between like Euphoria and like a Thirteen Reasons Why. Like they're both covering. I would say I would say that Euphoria does handle it better because I would compare it more to Skins, but I don't think you watch okay. Skins. I didn't watch Skins. Skins was teenagers I, on drugs. Hmm. Dealing with fucking eating disorders and like yeah. sex shit. I think that that's a lot. Isn't that, that's probably what Dawson's Creek is. That's probably what Degrassi High is. Riverdale. Uh, fucking Twin Peaks has an element of that. Yeah. But Euphoria is definitely Laura Palmer had a Coke addiction. Yeah. But yeah, I just mean like um, kind of glorifying like fucked up shit in high school. Yeah. Like, because people weren't really... Some people fucked in high school. Yeah. And but some no one was, like, drug fucking. Yeah, and some people had drug addiction. But it wasn't rampant. It was, like... Within a school, there was maybe two kids that actually had, like, a problem with drugs. There's probably, like... What? You think There's it was probably more than, more than that? I mean, a, like... But I mean, like, would go... Like, in the way that, like, you... For, like, nobody was at ruse level at, at my high school. Maybe. I mean, you don't know. I guess that's true. But I feel like some people... But they're also glorifying it. They're being like, but this is good. This is what's happening and also it's cool. I don't think they're doing that. That's why I do like them. Yeah, that's what I think it kind of does with 13 Reasons Why it does it differently. Because 13 Reasons Why is like, kill yourself and leave tapes. I think Euphoria is... I think that the aesthetic draws you into thinking that it's glorified. And I think people who don't actually fucking understand the show and who are just there for the aesthetics, that's what they think it's about. It's like the people who think that Joker is like someone to look up to, like walking Phoenix to the Joker that are like, yeah, he's so cool. It's like, no, it's a, there's a a dark message. Yes. It's a, that's a guy that you shouldn't be. That is. Yeah. Yeah. But I like, there's a whole part in euphoria where she's like, drugs are cool. And then she, and it's immediately talking about like her OD and it's like, there's a very narrow window that drugs are cool. Um, and I think it shows that a lot throughout yeah, the show. That's true. That's uh, a good point. But I just don't see any reason that they couldn't be like. I would say that there is an element of. Um, well, I think that in Euphoria, the statutory rape is there specifically. Like, I think it's there for like mm-hmm. a plot point. Like they, like it is meant to be fucked up when Jules fucks the bully's dad. Like that is meant to be like, oh, that's not right. Like. If it yeah. was legal, it would kind of lessen that blow. Because then true. it would just be about that the Drama. dad, yeah. yeah, that the dad is secretly, yeah, cheating with, with people. But yeah. making it children makes it it adds that's true that's something horrible true. to the character. Yeah. This is an excuse, but there's also the whole aspect where like Jules lied about her age, and she said she was like 22 or something. Mm, that's true. So he didn't know true. she was a high schooler. And I would also say but. there's an element of um like. If Rue was in college, she wouldn't be dealing with her mom and sister as much. That's I guess true. it could be community college. That's what I was thinking. But that they can't all be in community college because that would yeah. be weird. Yes. Then it's just fucked up Because the football guy is good at football. He's probably going to go to a football school. 
why would he be playing football at the community college, right? If you wanted to be a big, muscular guy, like that guy's going yeah. somewhere. But also there is the aspect of McKay. He's at the college because he travels, like yes. he travels back on the weekend to see what's her name. I can't remember her name right now. The actress's name is Sydney Sweeney. I can't think of her real name. McKay and something. Is it the blonde girl? Mm-hmm. Her character thing is that she has really big tits, right? Isn't that like a that? No, that's a point in an episode that they make. Is that it's like the guys like her? Maybe. Maybe she was just really pretty. I don't know. I feel like I specifically oh, they were talking about like how her uncles would like hug her weird and stuff. Yes. When she started to like yes. develop boobs. A lot of relatable traumatic things in there. Anyways, it's really good. Yeah. It is good, but it is fucked. But so they came out with the two special episodes that we watched, which were like definitely way deeper. But I think they just like added completely new levels to the sh- the context of the show itself. I did not uh, enjoy the first one as much as I enjoyed the second one. I will, I must say. Hmm. I liked them both, but the Jules one was more like dynamic, and that's kind of what I wanted the Rue one to be like. But because it was just a conversation. But I ended up liking the Rue one. Like I felt. Yeah, like I didn't think it was bad. I just. Because kind of all of Rue's stuff is dynamic in the mm. show. So it's like we got like a sit down, just like lay your feelings and how you're like what's going on out. But um, a lot of people tuned into the special episodes thinking it was going to be like the same aesthetic as the show. Mm. And so they were like, these are boring. And it's like. No, they're like a le- they're like an in-between little like lesser. Yeah, but they w- both had very important messages mm. in them. And I think it really showed who the true fans are. <laughs> So Euphoria, what would you rate it out of ten? Out of ten, uh, I'm gonna give it a seven point five. Wow, it was good. I'll give it an eight, eight out of ten. And then after Euphoria, Cameron got to choose, and he chose Hannibal, which I loved. Oh, Hannibal. Was that not what it is? No, it is. Oh, you're saying oh Hannibal? Oh, because you didn't know. Um, yeah, I loved it. I, I had never seen it. Um, neither of us had seen it yeah. and yeah, it was just really good. When it first came out, I like illegally mm-hmm. watched it like the first two or three episodes and I thought it was interesting, but it was such a shitty, however they got the video of it that like you really couldn't tell what was happening when it was dark. So I was like, that would especially suck because it's a beautiful show. Yeah. It did not translate illegally streamed. Oh my God. <laughs> um, okay. Which do, um, I know that Euphoria is more colorful, mm-hmm. but in terms of cinematography, which one do you think is maybe a little? Because I think maybe um, Hannibal is like a little more like avant-garde and like yeah. surreal. It's darker and yeah. yeah. And also, it's like. It's also horror. Like they can yeah. do darker. But also like Euphoria has a bunch of different characters mm-hmm. that have like backgrounds and shit. And this we really just needed like two characters backgrounds. And then we got like some side characters backgrounds, but it worked really well. The the cast was great. Phenomenal. Um, Mads Mickelson killed it. Daddy as fuck. And the guy who played Will Graham. Yeah. Hugh Dancy. Hugh Dancy. The guy from Ella Enchanted. Uh Lawrence Fishburne. Killed Good it. job. Killed it. Killed it. Killed it. Can't think of anyone else who was in it. Yeah, I don't know the girl who plays Alana. I don't know her name. But it oh, was, it was good. Um, there were some fucked up parts. The rich guy that gets fucked up. And oh talks my like gosh, this. <laughs> that guy I killed hated it. Hated him. No, I loved him. 
I really, he's a good I, villain. Um, so it's fucking great show. I fell in love with it, and then I read all the books in like two months. I read them really fast, and they were, uh, except for the last one, which is a prequel. They were all really good. And even the last one I enjoyed, it just wasn't, it was a little more like pulpy or like, um, it was more like action. It was less like crime, horror, thriller, drama. And it was, he was, Hannibal was like a, he was like kind of like an evil James Bond in it for a bit. It was weird. It was weird. But there were elements of it. I, I liked uh, some of his backstory and stuff. Yeah. I liked the, um, the, the, like, uh, very light gay vibes that were in the show. Yes. There was definitely some homosexual tension between the two main characters, but it was, like, so tasteful and, like, it was nice. Yeah. (laughs) It was very nice. A little bromance. Yeah. Um, it's really good. There's only, like, three seasons and then it's, or maybe it's four seasons. I think it's three. I think it's three. Three seasons and then it's over, but it's good. But it's good. Uh, only part of it I didn't like. First okay. chunk of season three, where they're they're just doing Red Dragon, and it's like not that good. Like it's like it kind of fell off, and it's one hundred percent because um, they thought they were gonna get more seasons, but they ended up not. And the whole plan was to build up to doing Red Dragon. So when they thought they were gonna do another uh, season, they were like, "Well, we just have to do. We're just gonna do Red Dragon." Mm-hmm. Which is uh, the first book. Yeah. Damn. It was a very good book. It was great. It was great. But I really liked the last chunk of season three. The The, the finale was a great finale. It was a great finale. It was a great finale. It felt good. It felt good. I felt, I was satisfied. Yeah. It left it kind of vague. Like you don't read, you don't 100% know how it went. You know what I mean? But yeah. You don't always feel satisfied when a show ends. Yeah. But I felt satisfied. Yeah. That was good. And then. After that, this was technically my pick, but we both agreed we kind of picked it because we both were kind of interested in it. But we watched a German show called Dark. Oh, what? What? Sorry, taking it back. Out of ten, Hannibal. Oh. Hmm. I'd give it an eight. I'm gonna give it an eight point five. Fair. Um, Dark. I feel like I'm gonna get out. Give out a lot of eights. <laughs> um, Dark. I'm going to give Hannibal 7.5. Okay. Dark. Dark. Very good. So good. It's about time travel. Um, it's this little German town that has this like... Uh, nuclear plant. Nuclear plant. And, and at some point in... This is all we know at the beginning of the show. At some point in the future, something happens and it kind of creates like this time portal in this cave. and But you don't really know how it works. And so it's like... Uh, people are like walking in the cave and then they come out and it's like things are wrong with the town. Maybe it's the past, maybe it's the future. And and then it's just kind of confusing and like there's a whole. And then they're like meeting their dad as a teenager. Yeah, there's a whole like <laughs> grandfather paradoxes and like oh all this stuff. Oh my God, stuff. it's so well done. It's and very it's, well done. It's gorgeous and there's so many plot twists and the colors in it are great. There's a mm. lot of yellow. But I will say. That all Germans look the same. Yes. We were very confused for a long time. It took us like a season and a half. Every time we had to pause it and be like, wait, so who he did what? Is this He's gay like, dad? Who? Is this gay dad? <laughs> Is yeah. this gay dad? 
<laughs> I think this is gay dad. No, that's not gay dad. This is the one who's mean. Yes. <laughs> mean dad. Is this the 80s? Wait. <laughs> oh, it took us so long, but it was so good. I would also say we had the same thing with Hannibal. Hannibal, we were very confused, and then it all kind of tied together. That's a, yeah. that's a thing with us with shows, because we also get that in another show later. Yeah. And there's one show that I still don't think either of us understand. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so, yeah, I really, I really liked it. I would give Dark an 8 out of 10. I would give Dark a 7 out of 10. I really enjoyed it. I liked it. Um, yeah. And then Cameron got to pick. And I picked Twin, Twin Peaks. Peaks, which is the show that I don't think either of us really oh, understand yeah. <laughs> still. Which might be because we were not able to, well, we could have rented it or bought it, but neither of us did, which I should have just done it, but I didn't. We didn't watch the sequel series that came out. So we've only uh, seen, yeah. um, there's two seasons of Twin Peaks from the original, the original, the TV show, and then, uh, Firewalk with me, which is a prequel and movie, movie, but also some of it's in the future. Yeah, and some of it's happening when Twin Peaks is happening, and then there's a sequel series. Yeah, that, that just came, came out, out. That came out, yeah, like twenty years later. Um, yeah, the- but I will say, especially season one, I love Twin Peaks. It, the vibes, the like, the music, it's it all it so creates quirky. this per yes. It's so quirky. yes, it just feels but in a dark way. Yeah, it is. It is pretty dark, but it's also goofy. Yeah, it's but very it's, like, it's very cheesy. It's so interesting. It's very interesting. Because it is both simultaneously like it, it both simultaneously feels like an out of date, like soap opera, and also one of the greatest like thriller TV shows of all time. It's like yeah. simultaneously both of those things, and you're like, what, what the hell? But it just it yeah. works. I had to watch the first episode for one of my film classes, and I thought it was cool. Um, but uh, yeah, it was good. But I think it got on my nerves for a little bit just because of how fucking quirky it was. But then it's you very got quirky. Like, used to it and you were like... And yeah, David Lynch is very weird. You're like, this is funny. Yeah. Um, I love when he shows up as the as the other detective and he can't like hear one. He's like, what? That's good. good. That's funny. And the mean guy who was in a movie we saw. He was in RoboCop. The mean the agent shows up. Yeah. That hairy punches. Twin Peaks was good. Bro, <laughs> when he was like being possessed yeah. by Bob. By Bob. Oh my god, that was crazy. But also the prequel was hilarious because it came out years after the show. In the show, they were playing high schoolers. In the prequel, years later, they're still playing high schoolers, but now they're fucking 40. And yeah, they it was 40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it was so funny. But I, I liked, I don't know, I liked Firewalk with me. I think it was good, but it was it literally didn't answer any questions. No, it didn't. If anything if show. anything it made me ask more. Yeah, we were like, what is what is going on? Which is kinda cool. I don't know. It turned into like a time that. travel thing. And we were like, wait, what? Yeah. So I wonder if that's what the like sequel series focuses on is time travel. No idea. Mm. After Twin Peaks, I uh, out of 10. Oh. Twin Peaks, I would give it. A 6.5. I'm going to give it an 8. I really liked it. I liked it. I enjoyed it. It made me, it made me fall never... in love with David Lynch. David Lynch is now one of my favorite directors. I went and watched a bunch of his other work. It was good. I appreciate it, but I will probably never watch it again. That's fair. Um, and then I got to pick, and I picked Bates Motel, which I had already watched and completely finished before. 
And I like the movie Psycho. We, yeah, we both love Psycho. So I convinced him. We grew up watching Freddie Highmore, <laughs> who through watching Bates with who we both was thought was James from James and the Giant Peach, but it's not Freddie Highmore. It's a fucking redhead. It's a different guy. It's because his little claymation guy looks so much like Freddie Highmore. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I guess I'm imagining him from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory because I guess they were around the same age. I don't know. What else has he been in? As a kid? Yeah. Was he in Arthur and the Invisibles or was that a different kid? That sounds right. Mm. I think that's right. I think that is right. But he does not look like his little character. No, he has like white hair. Yeah. It's because the fairies look weird. Yeah. Yeah. You like that movie. I did, but I don't really remember it. I remember, Dad, there was a sequel and a threequel, <laughs> and Dad, like, rented and them. And a squeakquel. And I watched them, and I, like, couldn't get the third one to play, and it was weird. The second one was, like, really weird. Hmm. Anyways. I'm trying to think. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I feel like I'm mixing him with other Secret kids. Secret Garden? Maybe. I never watched was that. He, was he in the five, five kids in It? No. That was way before he was. Yeah. He was in the Secret Garden. I've never seen it. But it was all. It was the reason I think that I think that he was in the five kids and it is because we had like a three set movie thing and it was like witches. Better. Penis. Come on. Um. I think it's a tick. Penis. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> Freddie Highmore. Oh yeah. For some reason, I was thinking of Nanny McPhee, but that's Thomas Brady Sangster. It it's is not Freddie Highmore. <laughs> But both are just skinny white boys who are British. Child actors. Only one of them was a Maze Runner. <laughs> Could have fooled me. Um, Bates Motel. Uh, Bates Motel. <laughs> it was it, good. It had its ups and downs, I think, for me. Yeah, definitely. I think they end it well. I like how they wrap it up. It's, it's We love Sheriff Romero. Oh my God, Daddy Romero! Don't say that. He's played by (laughs) Nestor Carbonell, also in Lost. (laughs) Is he one of the others? I think his name's. I think he plays Jacob, or he plays Jacob's like second hand. The like first couple episodes of Lost because we had, we had like the first five seasons, but then in the first season we only had like the first two discs, and then the rest of them were Lost. (laughs) Like the the the, like sheets were there. The Lost discs were Lost. Yeah. Uh, Allie and I just like a few years ago rewatched all of Lost. It was great. It was so good. Um, Smoke Monster scary. He's scary in theory, but it's because like it's a bad CGI. Yeah, it's scary until you see him, and then you're like, yeah, it's a big cloud. But, um, so yeah, Sheriff Romero played by Nestor Carbonell, amazing. Um, uh, fuck, Vera Farmiga who plays in The Conjuring, who plays Norma Bates, incredible. She killed it. She brought it home. Watching Bates Motel made me realize that maybe Freddie Highmore not a great actor is not that good of an actor. He just looks like Norman Bates. He looks he, like Anthony Perkins. Perfect casting physically as Norman Bates. Like he looks just like Wood. What's his name? Anthony. The kid from The Maze Runner do a good job in Nanny McPhee. The other one that kind of looked like Freddie Highmore. Do you think that he could have done it? No. No. Doesn't look as much like him. Not. He doesn't look as much like Michael him. Worker Evan could have done it. That's true. I tried to tell you. You didn't believe me. He looks like him. He looks. It just wasn't a like joke. Him. He looks exactly I like Freddie Highmore. Saying like no. how he dressed, like he. But you kept saying Norman Bates. You should have been saying Freddie Highmore. Sorry. 
But yeah, no, he looks. But yeah. Um. Also, like, I'm sure it's hard to be doing an American accent the whole time, but especially when Freddie Heimer was doing like emotional scenes, it the would British you could popped see it. out. Yeah. Mother. <laughs> <laughs> That's how the British sound. <laughs> Honestly, his bad acting kind of made whenever it was bad kind of fun because it's like he's an ugly crier. Like it's just and he cries a lot in the show when he does like temper tantrum shit. It's so funny. Like which happens a lot when he's actually playing mad. It's so funny. But when the when Norma Bates plays mad, actually genuinely scary. (laughs) Good Um, actress. (laughs) Great actress. She's fantastic. Uh. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good. Out of 10. It's fun, but it's dark. And it has the dude from The Pacifier. Yes. Can't think. Max. Keebler's big move. Mm-mm. Josh Peck was in that. And the guy from Shameless. Megumukus is my name, <laughs> and I'm a bouncy boy. <laughs> He's so good at playing a, like a bully. <laughs> um, a gay bully. I can't think of his name. Max something. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. Keebler. Um, out of 10, I would give Bates Motel a 7.5. No, I would give it a 7. I think I'd give it a 6. Also, it's bizarre. I like this aspect, and I also don't like this aspect, but they made it modern. Mm, so, like, yeah. they have cell phones. But they are, like, like, Norma's stuck in the 50s, which yeah, is, yeah. like, weird. And like their house decor and like yeah, the house decor makes sense because it is an older house, so it's like yeah, you would you would do it that way. But like the car and the way she dresses, it's like what the fuck is happening? But it would also be cool if you had this high quality, like great cast, beautiful color scheme, hot like just great. But it was set in the time period it was supposed to be set in. Yeah, I would have loved that. That worked. But I admire them for going with trying the modern thing. Yeah. Uh, and the story they told kind of requires that. Yeah. I feel like because you have to you would have to change some things. Yeah. But like all the shit they added, like. They really took their time building up to like the Norman's. Yeah. He's mother. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which I liked. But like, remember how the whole plot of the first season is like there's like sex trafficking and they find yeah, that girl on the Yeah, they boat. find that girl on the boat. Yeah. And it was like Cuz she is she trying to is Norma trying to blackmail the mayor or a governor cuz they're trying to build a highway. She's trying to stop them. Cuz well that's a that's the a first, thing the, in the, Psycho. Yeah. That is the thing in Psycho. That's why nobody goes to that motel. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz they build the highway. So but well, they, sh- funny they stretch that, that out but, for a few seasons. Yeah. But what's funny about that in this one is that she's like you're building the highway it's gonna ruin business like you're nobody's stopping at your shitty motel there's a marriott in town nobody's, yeah. nobody's going to what the fuck nobody goes not to that kind of motel in the middle of nowhere yeah i liked the first episode um where like they bought the house it starts with them waking up after spoilers the dad the dad yeah yeah which it was cool because they didn't like reveal cool. anything yeah. like and then they moved to the house, and then the guy who got, like, his house, he owned it, and he got foreclosed and kicked out. He's, like, fucking pissed, and so he ends up, like, breaking in and raping her. Um, and then she kills him. 
And then, it's, which they could have totally called the police then. And it, like, he would have been on their side, even though he didn't know them then. Yeah. I guess he did come in hot. Because remember how in the first, like, two seasons it was like, oh, he's kind of mean. Yeah. Sorry, talking about the sheriff. Yeah, yeah, Sheriff Romero. Did he come in hot? They were like, uh, they usually like came in and they're like, hey, what's what's going on? And then, because the, they saw his truck. And then they were giving, like, conflicting stories. I feel like he could, yeah, I feel like he could immediately tell that she was lying to him. And he's like, dude, just tell me what's up. I'll help you. I'm a reasonable character. Where did the other cop go? Because she was fucking, they started fucking. She was fucking that guy. But he was bad, too. He was, like, doing something shady. Did she kill him? I literally don't She killed him. Uh, She kills him. The deputy. Yeah. Handsome deputy. Handsome deputy. She kills him because he was helping the guy sex traffic the girl. Yes. Yes. And then either she or Norman or guy from Pacifier killed him. Yeah. One of those people. Was that the one where he like walked down the steps and he had, he had been like shot? Yes. That was good. That was good. They had some really fucking good parts. Some of the stuff was corny, but a lot of it was good. When it like climaxed, the climax was good, but sometimes the buildup was muddled. Yeah. When it was just Norma being a bitch. For no reason. And then there was a whole part. She was just like, she was just, she was just like, sometimes an episode would just be Norma goes to a place and is a Karen. And then that's the episode. And then she's a Karen. And then she's a, she's a Karen until she wins. And he's like, but mother. And then Norman cries. Um, And then Norman gets sexually assaulted by his teacher. Yeah. Statutory rape in that show too. Um, It's okay. No, they didn't fuck. He killed her before they fucked. Yes. But, but no. like that's what like triggered but it was going it, to happen. That was going yes. to happen. Or maybe she was no. Fucking, no, it was revealed she was fucking other students. D- okay. Cuz wasn't there a thing where they were like we fa- they found semen in her? Yeah, but it wasn't his cuz they never fucked. But they were wor- they they were worried it was going to be him cuz he didn't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but okay, but it was so another she, student. So she would be a season. Karen in the early seasons, and then the later seasons it switched, and she was being kind of chill. Sometimes she would gaslight him, but Norman he was would just come in with a fucking attitude. I don't know, mother. mother. Blah, 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 blah. I just want to sit in the basement and sew up dead things, mother. Why'd you go with your boyfriend, mother? Yeah, I bet you fuck him. That's because he was started being horny on the timeline. He wanted to fuck his mom because she would like kiss him on the lips and shit. move on yes okay out of 10 i think i gave it a six. Oh, did we already do it yeah you gave it like a 7.5 or an 8.5 i think i think i said seven seven I'm, I'm giving, I'm giving seven. it a six i feel good about it okay and then you got to pick and i picked ash versus evil dead ash versus evil dead which also during that year we watched the evil dead trilogy we watched the evil dead trilogy and good. we watched the remake i had never seen the remake I good. love the remake. Yeah, I like the remake. But the trilogy was very good. I enjoy that it's completely different. They're not trying to do the, like, it's the Evil Dead premise, but they go in their own direction with it, yeah. which I appreciate. But yeah, I'm massive, massive Sam Raimi fan, director. Um, but then... Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man Tobey trilogy. Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man director. trilogy. The Holy Trilogy. Yeah, Evil Dead. Uh, he's done other stuff. Uh, Oz the Great and Powerful, which I rewatched, oh. actually kind of fun with it's, James Franco. With James Franco, it's kind of just Army of Darkness because it's like he just comes out of the sky and then they think that he's like the hero that's supposed to save them, but then he ends up making it worse. 
but then he ends up like through illusions like tricking the enemy it's like it's just army of darkness which i think was fun yeah um but yeah so i really like all of that and then so i watched evil dead years prior i don't think i had watched the most recent season but then we rewatched it, and I liked it even more than I remembered. It was very good. So funny. So funny, but also occasionally it would have like genuinely like creepy and like scary yeah. shit. But my main thing, yeah, my main thing with all of the Evil Dead, especially the TV show, is just not even funny or f- scary or whatever. It's creative. It's so creative half the time i'm like i've never seen that that's so fun original yes in the show they would did like because in the movies they're not like specific demons they just like kind of inhabit somebody and then they do fucked up shit but sometimes they'll like turn into monsters and it's crazy but in this like they the the demon that was like glitching around that mm, was that a was cool like we had never seen that in evil dead movie before and that visual was cool and striking and it looked good the effect, i feel like the majority of the effects yeah. Looked good. And if they were cheesy, it was like that kind of added to that. It was stupid and funny. If it was cheesy, they usually like, because that's my biggest thing with effects is like, if you don't have enough money to do the effect. If like they did it practical. You a need lot to of the figure time. out another way to make it at least like look kind of good. Don't mm-hmm. just do the shitty CGI. Like yes. find a way to if like. If they could have made it look good, then it was like, stylized. Yeah. But so, yeah, they did a lot of cool stuff, especially with like blood and shit. Where so you much were blood. like, whoa, that's not CGI. <laughs> I love practical, it. Yeah. Practical blood. CGI blood pisses me off and stuff. They use CGI blood in John Wick a lot, and that's like one of my big gripes with that. With mm, that is that like I can tell. just tell. I'm just like, ugh. like use a squib. Come on. What the fuck's a squib? That's like, um, that's like whenever like you pretend to shoot someone in a movie and then it like actually pops and like blood gushes. It's just like a little explosive mm. that has blood in it and it pops. Like in Django when he's fucking shooting people and they, it's literally just like, <gasps> like it's just like blood fucking exploding. Those I are need all to squibs. rewatch Django. Django's so good. I would give it a. I would give it a six point five. I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten. Yeah, it's. I love that world. Like, yeah, yeah. Your I love. Director. Yeah, I love Bruce Campbell as Ash. He's so funny because he's just an idiot asshole piece of shit unapologetically, and that's the point. And yeah. it's great, and they maintain that. Like, the butt of the joke is on him. Well, literally, the joke of the show is that it's, like, it's 30 years later and he has not changed. He is he still thinks that he's, like, oh, yeah, and, like, thinks he's, like, he's wearing the girdle. And he's fucking that girl in the bathroom in the first episode. I don't know. There's just so much. Like, he's just such a piece of shit. But it's fun. Um, I would not have watched it without you and I would not have continued watching it without you. But I did enjoy all of it. It was fun. It was and it fun. ends with him going into like Mad Max. Remember oh, that? that was crazy. That was crazy. That was insane. I was kind of like excited for that setup. Yeah. I think that that's a holdout because... Um, of they, the video game maybe? No. Um, no. Uh, in Army of Darkness, the original ending that Sam Raimi shot was that uh, he was Bruce Campbell's character, Ash, was going to go to a cave and drink a potion. He was only supposed to drink a certain amount and then he was supposed to say specific words and then he would fall asleep and wake up in modern times. But he accidentally drank too much, and he said the words wrong, and he wakes up in the future, and it's like a desert wasteland, and he's Whoa. like, no, and he kind of, he kind of has that like Planet of the Apes moment where like he falls down, and he's like, <gasps> like he's like, no, they did it, those goddamn bastards. He has like that kind of moment, but then the studio was like, that's too dark, and so they were like, you need to make it where it's like he's in the oh. present and he does like a hero thing, and so Sam Raimi was like, all right. I then, wish people would stop telling Sam Raimi what to do. Yeah, but to be fair, I like both of those endings, and. 
without the ending we got, we may not have gotten Ash vs. Evil Dead. Because that him waking up in the future is kind of a finite. Whereas, true, they kind of ignore. They never mention that Army of Darkness has happened. There were some things where they would. there was a couple times that they did, but it's like they kind of like he's never like. Yeah, and I I literally went to the medieval ages and saved humanity. I was Jesus. <laughs> like, I saved humanity. Yeah. But they never, yeah. So it's weird. But it also, like, just kind of picks up. Literally, it's like Army of Darkness ends, and then he just stays for 30 years. Like, it's he has the same job. Mm-hmm. He's still That's a piece smart. of shit. Yeah, he still thinks he's just as cool. and He still hits on every single girl he sees. Every no single girl he sees. In the first episode, when he goes up to Kelly, and he says something about like, "Oh, you should thank your mom because she looks good." And she's like, "Yeah, my mom died six months ago." And he's like, "Wow, oof, that sucks." And he's like, "You know, next time you should just like not say anything. It's like kind of messed up that you would just like drop that on somebody." Like I, I didn't know. It's like, what an asshole. God. Yeah, it was good. Uh, and then we tried to give Riverdale a chance. We got about a season and a half in. And it was, which I, that's how far I got before. And then I was like, this is, <sighs> as soon as they said that there was a drug affecting the town called Jingle Jangle, and they were very serious when they said that, I was like, I have to go. I can't watch this anymore. <gasps> it was so funny, dude. They make so many references in. They I think, make. I think you just drove by. <laughs> they make so many references in that show to just random, like, very particular they think it's so funny because there's it's such a stupid it's so stupidly written concept it looks good horribly written yeah they have the money they have the money and they have the audience apparently but it is insanely stupid but it thinks it's cheap it moves so quickly i mean it it literally thinks it's twin peaks that's like but twin peaks was slow twin peaks was slow twin peaks that's kind of what's beautiful about Twin Peaks is that it, it creates the beautiful – going back to Twin Peaks, atmosphere, the music, the old town, the diner, the mill, the woods, the the lodge, the, all of these the weird music, characters yeah. we meet. Yes. Uh, e- e- like uh, Cooper, the Agent Cooper, like perfect energy that he loves pie and he's flirting. I don't – it's perfect. It, it creates this perfect But energy. do you think Riverdale would have worked if it was that slow? No, because because people wouldn't watch it because people would be bored. It, that's the reason why. Because it's like kids mainly don't 14, like, like thirteen yes. year olds. They want thirteen year olds who have crushes on Cole Sprouse. But it genuinely is like it's it's the same diner. Yeah, basically, it's, it's the same little town. It's it's one hundred percent a twin peak. They're doing. I think that they think that they're being clever, mm-hmm. but it just comes across as like you're just ripping off Twin Peaks, especially because none of the people watching Riverdale know what Twin Peaks is. I think that there are a lot of things after Twin Peaks that were inspired by Twin Peaks. That's very true. I would definitely say it's inspired. It, but it was inspired by a lot of Because th- remember, we were being like this reference. I don't know. That's the thing is that it references a whole bunch of things. But in that, it doesn't have its own identity. It references old shit that these kids would not get. And then it references very modern shit that like, it just was so weird. Like Bizarre. Every other line is someone being like. Oh, you mean like this thing that I'm referencing? Uh, and like was, in this, like in Vertigo? And it's like, they, yeah, like, Jughead's never seen an okay, Alfred Hitchcock. Okay, Alfred movie. Hitchcock. And it's like, I'm, oh I'm 13. I don't know what the fuck that means. You said the C word. <laughs> um, and also, it made me realize that Cole Sprouse is not a good actor. Sometimes kid actors should just be that. And kid he actors. Takes off that app. He's a weirdo. You've never seen him without that. I will say this I think Dylan Sprouse is a good actor. 
I saw him do an indie movie and I thought he did good. Yeah, I haven't seen any him in anything outside of Zach. But he doesn't really like act. But I don't think that they need to. They're probably both very rich. But I would say most of the actors in Riverdale are not good actors. That's what I'm gonna say. But it's I would AJ say, Kappa. KJ Appa? KJ Appa. KJ Appa. <laughs> Two thumbs down. <laughs> you don't know the highs and lows, lows of, of high, high school, school football. football. <laughs> Ugh. Um statutory rape. Yeah. Statutory rape in that show. Wait, who gets statutorily raped? AJ Kappa. <laughs> oh yeah. KJ Appa. He fucks the music teacher. The music teacher fucks him. Yeah, and then they're like you gotta move. <laughs> Listen, we're not gonna report this. Didn't she get like killed with the bow that he gave her? With the bow she's like, that's my fault. Somebody's killing all the women I fucked. Rivera, that show's so ridiculous. I think my favorite character. Who was did we Who was killing people? We Was it the guy that shot them at the was it the guy that shot the dad in the diner? Maybe we didn't. Maybe that was the second season, and we didn't finish. I think it. we're mixing up the second season. But yeah, the, no, it sucked. The first season was the whole thing about like the twins, and like they were trying to run away because of the pregnant sister that yes. was being covered up. But then, yeah. someone, but then, and the, sometimes the, the parent the, some, actually kidnapped the kid and like yeah. killed him. Because they're because they're just evil. Because it's Romeo and Juliet. Yes. Ugh. Because <sighs> my grandpa. Killed I think your that they're grandpa. literally like they're like. They think they're so much more what clever is, Okay, than so it's are. the Capulets and the... Do you remember the, the other people? The not Capulets. The Montagues. The Montagues and the Capulets. I think it's like an M name and a C name. Pet. It, it's like such a fucking obvious Romeo Betty and Juliet. Betty something. <sighs> Betty Cooper. Betty Cooper. Capulets. And it's the dad who's a shitty Cheryl actor. Cheryl something. Is it with an M? I don't know. I don't remember. She looks like knockoff the redhead and Teen Wolf. Yeah, I would agree with that. Styles fucks her. I don't know if they ever fucked. They date. I I don't think I saw that season. There's a part where he's having a panic attack and she kisses him to calm him down, which is like proven like you shouldn't do that to someone who's having a panic attack. Stupid. Yeah, that would make it so much worse. <laughs> I remember, I remember an episode where they stay home from school and they fuck. And I also remember an episode where Teen Wolf and Girl break up and then they're hiding in the closet and then it's like his, he's like rubbing against her butt and he's like, oh no, I'm going to bust. They do break up. Yeah. And then he gets another girlfriend. Uh, How dare he? But, okay, here's a fucked up thing from Teen Wolf. Yes, is tell me about Teen Wolf. In one of the seasons, they, there's where coyotes. They find this fucking girl who, when she was eight years old, she was in a car crash and she just like turned into a were coyote, has lived as a were coyote for like eight years in the woods. So like her brain would still be eight years old. So then somehow she's turned back into a human and she's 16 like them or whatever. Her brain would be eight years old, bro. What'd you say? Yeah, so she has the brain of an eight year old. I was agreeing with you. That's who Styles dates and they fuck. And I'm like, I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> she should not be able to just go to school with y'all. <laughs> she should be in an That's institution. Fucked. How is the school system like, wait, you don't have a, you don't have a social security card? <laughs> you don't. 
your Where's your birth dead? certificate? That's crazy. <laughs> Where are your previous grades? Where is your proof that this is the grade that you are in? There are so many hoops you have to jump through to get your kid to go to a new school. Team, yeah, Team Wolf going. gets crazy. <laughs> Off the rails. I remember there was a fight in a bank. There's like an empty bank and they fight in it at night. I and the, and the twins are there. And they're like... The twins. For some reason I thought that they turned into motorcycles. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that. One of them, I was a kid when you were watching that show. I was like nine. One of those twins is from the office. Yes, he's the he's one of the interns. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah. Every time I see that guy, I'm like twin, motorcycle. <laughs> they kind of look like motorcycles, so it makes sense. <laughs> Do they ride motorcycles in the show? Maybe I don't know. I think they're like bad boys. It sounds right. I'm shirtless leather jacket. I'm pretty sure one of them dates Lydia in the show, the redhead. But anyways, um. What were we just talking about? Riverdale. Rate it. Uh, like a three out of ten. I was going to say two. It's so bad. It's still going. It's very popular. Oh, my God. All right. So then, even though... I don't know that I even wanted to watch Riverdale. I think I was like, let's watch the first episode. And then you were like, this is so funny. Let's keep going. I like I like bad shit. Yeah. I've watched but I was like, all of 13 Reasons horrible. Why. I think it's so funny how terrible it is. I watched the entire third and fourth. Not, I watched when the third season came out. I watched it in a day. When yeah. the fourth season came out, I watched it all in a day. <laughs> it was like 13 wow. episodes, each like an hour long. Were just, you like laughing the whole time? Or do you get like It was misery. In? It's no, it's pain. But then at the end, you're like, I can just pull out the good stuff and yell it at people, and then it's funny. Um, and that's how I live my life. So after we ditched Riverdale after a season and a half because it was too much, um, I picked Shameless. I was like, Shameless is a good fucking show. Just give it a chance. And we watched it for nine seasons. We powered through that shit. It was actually yeah. like way too much. <laughs> um. It actually was a lot. There's a lot that happens in the show. A lot of it, mental It's shit. pretty dark. It has funny stuff, but it's pretty dark. Um, your thoughts? Because it was your first time. It watching. is really good. It's good. I yeah. Like all the characters grew on me. You start to I don't know. I don't know. It's good. I like that. Like um, they're not stagnant. They're all although it feels like um. And maybe it's part of the show because you said that she's basically turns into Frank. What's her name? Uh, Fiona. Fiona. She basically turns into Frank in, in the last season, which I didn't watch because I ran out of steam and I thought that it stopped getting, I thought that it stopped being We good. watched the first episode of episode nine and it was like too cartoony. Season yeah. Season nine. And I, I think was, we watched the first like two or three and then I, and then I, we were, and like, we were like, let's no. not. And then but I, you w- have since returned. I waited a few months and I was like, cause they're done after season 11. So I was like, I've already rewatched it for the second time. I could just watch these power through these fucking three seasons and be done with the show forever. And I finished it. Yeah. So I'm on the last episode of season 10 and season 11 is coming in like October. So okay. I feel like it Fiona me back in, I feel like for the most part, all the characters grow, Yeah. but I feel like Fiona is kind of stuck in like every season. She falls just to get back up, just to fall, just to get like, it's I like, she's all stuck. Have that. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm thinking of Lip. I feel like Lip has a great arc. He has a great growth as a character where, like, he does fall because he becomes, like, an alcoholic or whatever, but it's, like, mm-hmm. it's all in service of him getting better. Like, yeah. because of it, because of him going through his alcoholism, I feel like he's better than where he was before yeah. he was an alcoholic. Um, But I don't know. Fiona will just some occasionally just make, like, really dumb decisions, and it's like, why? 
That doesn't yeah. fit your character. Why but did I, you just steal everyone's money to go and do this thing that you know they're going to be pissed about? Yeah. But conflict has to arise. It's a TV show after all. Yeah. I can't really fault it for that. She wasn't. She's not in season 10 and I don't know if she's in season 11. She like left. She like somehow something worked out and she got money. She got sober. She got money, like a bunch of money, and she like left fifty thousand. I think she got a hundred thousand dollars. She left fifty thousand for the kids. She like gave it to Debbie, and mm-hmm. she was like, "You're in charge of it." And then she like moved away, so she's like not in season ten. Damn. And Lip has a baby. I knew that part. But sorry, shameless talk. So Debbie was in charge of the money, right? And she like made this big deal out of like she had like a whole thing on the wall that's like, "Here's how much money we have. This is for this each week. Everyone has this much like allowance money." And she like was like, I'm in charge of this. I pay all the bills. And like when people wanted their money, they'd like run it by them and like run it by her. And she would be like, I think you you can have your money or not. She was being very tight ship about it. But what she was actually doing was she rented a fucking storage unit and she was going and buying like Gucci shit. And then she would keep the tags and the receipts. And she like had a calendar when it's like the 30 days and she would go return it. But she was fucking using their money to get like expensive like bougie clothes and shit and then, and then she would it. return it she would return it but she was also like going to bougie bars and stuff like that so she but she wasn't telling them that that was all was she like wearing it around town or did she just leave it in the storage unit it was the storage unit was basically a giant walk-in closet okay and she was just using that because she couldn't take it home because then everyone would see yeah but she was wearing it out and about she would like when she went welding she would wear like fucking That's fancy stupid. ass underwear or like a fancy shirt, which I'm like, it would get dirty. But, um, they would not take that. But back. she would like go hang out at bougie bars and get dudes to buy her drinks and stuff. But there she would wear like a full on dress and like heels, fancy heels and stuff. But uh, she went to return something from one guy and he was like, he was like, no, this is scuff. Like we have a test that says if you've worn these shoes and if you've worn the shoes then you can't return it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, fuck, because she's worn them. And so she's like, come on, dude, can you just please help me? Like, this is so expensive, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, okay, I'll help you if you give me a blowjob after my shift. And she's like, bro, what the fuck? And then she's like, okay, how about I give you a blowjob after the shift? And he's like, that's what I said. She's like, yeah, but it's less sad if I offer <laughs> than you asking me. <laughs> but anyways. Anyways. Rated out of 10. You rated out of 10. Uh, I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. I'm going to give it a 7 pretty good, I think. 7 fair. We just went through it so fast. It's yeah, because it can it was get a lot. dark too. Mm. Like to me, the craziest fucking episode is the Thanksgiving episode where Monica slits her wrist. Yeah. Whew. When I was watching Heavy. it for the first time, I li- like I had did not see it coming, and I was so shocked. Very heavy. Yeah. Seven's good for Shameless. And w- once I took time off and I went back, I did get sucked back in, and I was like, "These are good characters. This is a good show." Um, I do not think that I will ever go back and finish it. Once I fucking get through 11, never. I'll appreciate it, but never. But I mean, like, I don't even think that like I'll be like, okay, eventually I'll go back and do season 9 and season 10 and 11. I don't think that I care. That's fine. I liked it, but I don't. I feel that. I'm not that invested. So then we watched Escape at Danamora. Escape from Danamora or Escape at Danamora? It's Escape at Danamora. Okay. It could be from. Very good. Very good. Based on a true story. Paul Dano, Benicio Del Toro, Patricia Arquette. Others. <laughs> others. And nobody, nobody really of note. No no famous. No other like big actors. Are actually based on a true story of these fucking two guys who basically manipulate this horny lady who works at the prison into 
helping them escape helping them escape yeah um and of course they get caught all right no sorry (laughs) that's not Uh, i feel like if it's a real story you can't really spoil it they got caught but um it was fucking good and it's so well done and it's so like intense and dramatic yeah i would give it an eight i think i would give it an eight and i think an eight sounds fair i really liked it i really liked it i i was blown away it was yeah it was like it was very sad yeah like Patricia Arquette's character's life was very sad. We and felt that, bad for her yeah, husband. Yeah, that she was. Ha- yeah, you felt bad for her husband because her husband, her husband was genuinely just trying to be a good husband, and she would not let him. She he had the funniest accent. He had the funniest accent. It was, it's like a. It's, it's a like Canadian. Minnesota. Yeah, like Canadian Minnesota kind of vibes. Yeah, it's so funny. But like she was, he was trying so. He was hard, trying so hard, but he just she's he just cheating on him and then gaslighting. Like him. genuinely, if she had just talked to him about the issues, one hundred percent, they could have sorted it out and they would have both been much happier. But instead of doing that, she decided to fuck prisoners, which is very illegal. <laughs> very, and also, how do you not in your head? Like, I guess if you're that deprived of like attention, you don't care. But, like, I would immediately realize, I'm like, he's just fucking me because he's in a place with no pussy. I'm the only pussy he can get. Of course he's going to be sweet to me and give me notes. She's not thinking like that. Yeah, I know. Dumb bitch syndrome. Oh, my God. It was good, though. It was very good. It was so good. And it... Very well acted, very well written, very well shot. The only other time I had seen Paul Dano was in Swiss Army Man, which mm. is a very weird movie. He's in Looper. Oh. He's in stuff. He's not a main character in Looper, but... I liked Looper. He's the guy that... Uh, the old version of him starts getting his stuff cut off. I Looper love Looper. Looper's good. Looper's um, good. I need to rewatch it, actually. But that's when I was like, oh, Paul Dano's fucking sick. He's a good actor. He's a weird looking he's, dude, he's, he's a good actor. He's gonna be the Riddler. Oh, he's going to be the Riddler in the Robert Pattinson the Batman. The Robert Pattinson Batman. So then... Oh, wait. What did we say? Eight? Eight. I stand by it. And then Cameron chose, but I'd been thinking about it, Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot. Neither of us had seen it. Blew me away. Very good. Blew me away. There are parts of it that I have, that I take umbrage with, but overall, like I respect it as an artistic vision. It's just that some of the things I'm like, that. I don't know if that works, but... Overall, great. I would give it a nine out of ten. I would give it. I would agree. I think I'm gonna give it an eight point five. Oh my god, it was so, and it it convinced me that Rami Malek is awesome, and he's a good actor. It's the only thing that's ever, like, just straight up lied to me. Like, because normally when like a movie or a TV show, like their twist is just that the thing lied to you and they just didn't give you the information, and then it's like, ah, oh, you didn't know, and it's like, I would have no way of knowing. It's the only show that gets away with that. Hmm the only show that does that and i'm still like i still respect it yeah that doesn't mean that i don't have a little bit of a problem with that but yeah overall but i think it's, it's like because it. our main character who we're we have an, we have an unreliable yeah. narrator yeah which is kind of euphoria vibes too yes um not but oh the twists are so good the twists are good i loved the like season this is another one of those shows that we a lot of the time did not get we would have to like at the end of the episode, be like, we have to discuss. Okay, what what happened? We'd be like, wait, what's so, going on? So he's in the, and this is when the. It was so good. It was so good. Oh my god. It was good though. I mean, also, I learned Rami Malek is a short king, because the only thing I'd seen him in is Nightmare 
Night at the Museum. Nightmare at the Museum. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was the... He was, he was Queen. He was <laughs> no, Freddie Nightmare Mercury. He was, uh, he was Egyptian. He was a pharaoh. He was, a, he was, a pharaoh. He was King Tut, maybe? Maybe. No, that's hot. too specific. But yeah. I thought he gave me tall vibes in that tiny amount of time. Well, that I, I always thought that he was Bruno Mars. That's mm-hmm. not a joke. When I watched Night at the Museum, I was like, Bruno Mars. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. And Nathan thought that too. And then I like brought up. I was like, oh, it's Rami Malek. Do you know what that is? He's like, no. And I was like, he's the Egyptian and the thing. He's like, Bruno Mars. And I was like, no. <laughs> um, uh, fuck. Oh, yeah. And so when we're watching the show, I was like, is is he short? And so we looked it up and he's like 5'8 or 5'7. He's little. He's got a little pineapple haircut. <laughs> He's so cute. I want to put him in my pocket. And I know that's fucked up to say about a grown man. <laughs> I would say you dancing in my pocket too. So cute. <laughs> but um, it was. I so put Agent Cooper good. in my pocket. Who? Agent Cooper from Twin Peaks. I thought you were trying to say KJ Apa again. I, I like, put Bruce Campbell in my pocket. I think Bruce I Campbell's taller than me. I put Pablo in my pocket. Pablo. So cute. Pablo. Now that's a tall hair. <laughs> They killed him like four times. <laughs> he kept dying. Bro, what about how he was just shirtless for like the last season? He looked great. He got ripped. <laughs> With like the tattoos and shit. Oh, yeah, he had the Sumerian writing on him. He grew on me. <laughs> you didn't like him in the first season. I was like, you're like, weirdo. it's too much. I was like, no one has their hair like that. And then I was like, oh, he's cute. He's a gay icon. He's gay. I didn't know. I, I did know that he's actually. I just don't think about it. I just looked at his Instagram and he's got a boyfriend. Yeah, he was a pride. I get kicked in the nuts all the time, bro. <laughs> Famous line said by the actor who plays Pablo in Sasquatch Gang. Uh, Ray Santiago. That's his name. Um, what were we talking about? Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot. 8.5 out of 10. Did I tell you about the workaholics thing where they ran into Rami Malik? Hmm. Okay, so... Um, I love workaholics and I listen to their podcast and I'm literally just telling a story from their podcast. But so Durs had met Rami Malik. Oh, Mr. Robot hadn't started yet, but it was about to start. And there was some kind of thing. Workaholics was there and he said, Rami Malik and Christian Slater came up to them and was like, we love workaholics. It's so funny. Like you guys are great, blah, blah, blah. blah. And they like talked to him. And then after like a year or whatever, um, Mr. Robot's come out and it's like one of the most popular shows on TV. Yeah, yeah. it blew up. Yeah. And so they're at an event and he sees Rami Malik and so he goes up to him and he's like, Hey dude, like congrats, the show's awesome, blah blah blah. And then the guy's like, I don't know you. And he's like, You came up to me at that thing, you told me you loved my show, like, what the fuck? And he's like, mm, wasn't me. And he and he's literally like, Is Rami Malik like he Gas blew up, me? and now he's, like, acting like he doesn't act like he know don't me. know nobody. <laughs> and he's, like, must have been my twin brother. And Durs is, like, oh, you have a twin brother. And he's, like, yeah, that's my brother. And he points across <laughs> the room, and that's Rami Malek. <laughs> so Rami, so literally Rami Malek has a twin brother who looks like him named, I think his name's Sammy. Who likes workaholics. <laughs> I don't know. But then Adam was, like, I had the exact same situation. I think it was that night, too. So apparently – him and they had done like a boys Vegas trip and mm-hmm. Rami Malik came with them, <laughs> not with the workaholics boys with like Adam and his friends. 
Uh, so he's like party with Rami Malek. And then at, I think at that event, like 30 minutes after Durs, he was like, he like came up behind who he thought was Rami Malek. And but it like, was his twin brother. And he was like grabbing his boobs and stuff. <laughs> and like sexually assaulting him basically. And then he's like, hey dude, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I don't know you. Like my brother's over there. <laughs> like, and he, that, he, but it's crazy that you went on a vacation with a guy and you didn't know he had a twin brother. That's what's crazy. <laughs> he thought you could grope a man and he didn't know he had a twin brother. That's insane. But that's funny. Yeah. They thought he Adam was Adam Devine is a crazy man. Devine. Devine? Devine. I always get it mixed up. I'm sorry. I corrected you. <laughs> Adam Devine. What's his name of the show? Demamp. Demamp. Blake Henderson. Demamp can Anders Holm. Holmvik. Holmvik. Real name's Holm. Which they were saying they're glad they did that because then, like, when they're in public and people are like, Adam! Like, at least that's their real name. Mm. And we're the Millers, Will Poulter. He was mm. out to lunch with his mom and people were somebody like, like Sp- Spiderballs! Yep. <laughs> that's the Spiderballs kid! Like, Spiderballs! Really? Did they say Spiderballs? Yes, he told that story. <laughs> spiderballs. I was just saying that. That's a funny way to say that. He, but I figured they'd be like, oh, you're the guy that got bit on your balls by being like, Spiderballs. They said people just shout Spiderballs at him. Great. <laughs> I would love that. I think a lot of people shout like eyebrows, kid. <laughs> eyebrows. <laughs> Lee Carter. I love Will Poulter. That's what I'm going to yell at him if I ever see him. I'll be like, Lee Carter. Lee Carter. All right. Mr. Robot, great. Nine out of ten. 8.5. Fair. And then what's so crazy is probably like a year and a half ago, we watched the first season, or I rewatched the first season of Dave with you. And you liked it. I loved the first season of Dave. I thought it was good soup. Very good. Yeah, I like it. And so the second season came out. So that's like the last thing we watched was season two of Dave. It literally ended like like the last episode was like a couple days before I left for college. Yeah, it was crazy. It worked out. It perfectly worked out. Um, I feel like it didn't carry over the things that I liked about the first one. But it ended well. But yes, the finale was good. I would say the last... It's like two... Two, yeah. Because the one before was the one where he was, he was in the pod, like, tripping, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. That was good. That was good. Yeah. He just didn't carry over anything charming from the first yeah. one. And that- he, it, yeah, it was almost like his character lost all of his charm. But even like the things, like, like he was I was mostly just unlikable. Loved the, hi, I'm Dave. A little dicky. They hi, took little, that out. Yeah, they took that out. Now it's just Dave. Yeah. And it, yeah, and it would play like actual music. But it ended really good. Like, I literally just rewatched the, like, when he was practicing on stage. So fucking good. But all the comments were like, this is blasphemy. Because he, like, is on the cross and shit. So good. That's clearly, well. That's it's cl- a joke. Well, it's, yeah, and it's clearly, like, parodying uh, Lil Nas X. Like, that's clearly what he's doing. Because that's, I mean. Well, the thing is that he's like being sacrificed. I felt like he was. I felt like he was making. And it's also a Kanye, Kanye thing. Yeah, because yeah. Kanye's like, I'm. That's, easy that's probably that actually probably is more apt because he does talk about how he wants to be Kanye. It's like Kanye got a god complex and then he like humbled himself with religion, and so now he's just like sucks God's dick. It'll be interesting with, to see what the next Kanye twist is because I'm sure we got another one. We got at least one more coming in his lifetime. Yeah, I listened to Donda, guys. I didn't like it. I've yet, I I have yet to listen to it. I will not express opinions. No, it wasn't good. Yeah, I probably won't listen to it. I don't really like rap. 
Um. So yeah. What would you rate season one of Dave out of ten? I really liked it. I've actually like I'm gonna seen give it, it a seven. couple times. I would probably give it an eight. An eight. Okay. What would you give season two? Because I think I would give it a five. I would probably give the first three fourths a six out of ten, and then the last yeah the last fourth, two are like I would a give seven it like a seven point five. Yeah, I think that's fair. So overall, what is that like a six point five to seven out of ten? Yeah, something like that. Math yeah. is hard. But I think the main reason like I kept watching is because I love the cast. Like I love Lil Dicky, Andrew Santino, Gata, Taco, the girlfriend, the girl who's a friend. The director. The director friend. Yes. The, girl, the director yeah. friend. Is there anyone else really in there? I guess that's it. Benny Blanco. Benny Blanco, he ended up being kind of funny. He ended up being funny. Um, um Yeah. Everyone, the, that, the, that Korean guy that went to war. Yeah, he's from the Maze first Runner. episode. He's from Maze Runner. He's from Wish Upon. Um, and there was also just random. Not the Asian kid from Thirteen Reasons Why. Random exactly. famous people cameos, which is cool, like rappers and shit. Mm. And yeah, but it just the first season. I felt like there was Chef's genuine kiss. like messages and very clear like just it was very emotional mm-hmm. and it was deep but it was also funny but like it just wasn't as funny the second season and it just wasn't it was like kind of fake deep and like not much happened for a while. Yes. It could be we talked about this after it could be because you know it has been a dark year and it could be yeah. that maybe Lil Dicky is just in a darker place and he doesn't want to write those because he writes it he yeah, directs, directs it, it and, and he stars, stars in it. In it. and then he also is having to Has write to do music, music. Yeah. yes it's a lot i'm sure it is a lot i'm sure it's so much and i think that that might be a part of it and maybe this is just me because i have a very cynical brain i feel like maybe he no i'm not gonna say that never mind it, i kind of got the vibe in the season that and i've been seeing this in a lot of people like they just really want to be bo burnham they want to hit that funny where it's like funny but also it's sad and it's deep mm. and it's genius right because uh Lil Dicky wants to be the Kanye of comedy rap but Bo Burnham is the Kanye West of comedy rap mm. except I would I would argue that he's better because he has he has less of an ego and he's more self-aware than Kanye but he has that he is that of the comedy music world yeah I think that it was after like COVID. Yeah. But I also think he, it's kind of like with Get Out and then where us, we didn't feel like us slapped as hard because how can you, when the first thing out yeah. the gate is that, so good, that is actually a how very, do you a very surpass that? <laughs> second album syndrome where like a band, their first album is like really good and it's really popular, but then the second album bad. And then usually after that, it starts to get better because it's yeah. kind of like, I don't know. It is hard to do sequels. It's hard to because do you do you do the same thing? Do you evolve it? Is it just the same? You, got, thing you have to bigger? find a balance. You have to find a balance. And yeah. It's hard, and it is very hard. Yeah. It's so I can definitely hard. see that. Is like yes, because if the second season obviously wouldn't make sense without the first season, mm-hmm. but if that that quality that style first season it would have been then fine. The first season was the second season. It would feel like a perfect arc. It would feel like a perfect like, like energy wise. Yeah, it, but that would feel been like fine. Oh, got better. But the first season was. Like every episode, although I will say I don't like the episode where he's having sex with the 
fucking no, yeah, bottom gross. half of the legs. I don't get it. And it's like scary. And after he comes, he looks up at the poster of Drake every time. I don't like Drake. Hot take. Anyway, it's probably not that hot of a take. I think that probably people at this point are probably pretty. Actually, I don't know. I guess he's very well liked, but I feel like people are starting to become mixed about their opinions on Drake. Yeah. He just doesn't give me good vibes. I kind of, yeah. I kind of feel like he. I mean, there's proof that he has hung out with minors. So. I mean, yeah, he's just straight up groom. He was just grooming Billie Eilish, like. Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown. Did he say something? No, he. De- I feel like he definitely said something about like when Billie Eilish turns eighteen. Kylie Jenner. No, I think it was a Billie Eilish thing. I'm speci- I'm like remembering a specific quote, but I can't. I like don't actually remember it, but I feel like it was definitely Billie Eilish. There was something where he said like he always thought Kylie Jenner was hot, even even like he was like I always thought she was hot kind of thing, and it's like mm, she just turned eighteen. Yeah, but there was also like a girl posted a picture with him, and she had just turned eighteen on Instagram, and then people like did some fucking digging because it's the internet. And they found. And they had been talking before she was eighteen. Yeah, they found like connections to where they've known each other for this long, and, and she was like, "Yeah, sixteen or 17. <sighs> why? Ask yourself why this grown man can't talk to people his age. What's wrong with him that he's not able to talk to people his age? He's a predator. That's all I'm saying. Anyways, fuck Drake. Fuck Kanye. <laughs> Uh, Stan, I think Kanye Bruce is Campbell. Cool. <laughs> what did you say? I think Kanye is kind of cool. I think old Kanye is cool. Um, in most things in the world, I'm of the opinion that everything sucks, and who gives a shit? So when somebody like Kanye exists, I'm like, he spices like, things up. I want to see what's going on. Yeah, what's going? On? That guy seems crazy. What's you can going say, on over you there? Can say that about Trump. Yeah. That's what that's what's kind of sucked about uh, the Biden administration so far is that they're kind of like we haven't seen him that much. He's not Trump was out there. Sleepy Joe. Sleepy Joe. He's too busy taking naps. Come on, Joe. But like Trump was out there making a fool of himself every day, you know, saying dumb tweets and shitty stuff at press conferences. When's the last time you heard Joe Biden talk? I'm being serious. When's I just the last remember the video where he tripped going up the stairs to the pro- to the jet. And then after he that, they like were twice. like. He like yeah. Did you see they where someone put like the quap thing over it? I think it it's so funny. Quap. All right. I guess that's, I guess ev- that's everything. College, TV, movies, life, life, pedophilia. Whoa. That's what we talked about at the end. That's true. It always comes back to that. Sketch a Predator, great show. Watch it. Didn't Anti- Chris Hansen do some shady shit? Not that I know of. Not that I'm aware of. I think he did something shady. I don't know, though. We can look it up after the show. After the show. Because I will not besmirch Chris Hansen on live air. Um, I will not spread libel. Just assume that everyone's shitty and they've done shit. Especially the rich elite. Like, don't don't hold celebrities to a higher standard at all. Because most people suck. And they're just people. They're just people with more power. Yeah, more power. And also, what's crazy, like... Is that some shitty people are genuinely talented, and that sucks, because <laughs> you do have to be like. Yeah, I I find it pretty easy to separate artists from art, especially when it comes to movie. Because uh, like even if like the director's shitty or an actor's shitty, I'm like I can say to myself, 
there were so many other people involved in making this vision come true the lighting the wardrobe you know the the sound guy the the person that did the score all these people the other actors in it the writer i can say all these things and to to destroy that because of to throw out the baby with the bath so to speak to me seems a bit much and i also like what i like and i don't know i'm not going to let kevin spacey uh, molesting a 14-year-old ruin American Beauty for me. He doesn't have that power. Even though that's literally the plot of it. Yeah, that is very funny that that's the plot of that movie. I mean, not funny. It's sad, but... Kind of like how... I, I think that, I think that the director who made that movie, one, has been found out to be a pedophile, and two, if you look at like his other films, they are a lot of the time about, like... That's like Woody Allen. That it's like, oh, it's okay. All of Woody Allen's films were, like, older man, barely legal girl. I will say... I haven't seen American Beauty in a while. I really like the movie. I believe the at the end of it, Kevin Spacey's char- character, there is a moment where he could have sex with the girl, and then he's like, I'm better than this. I don't actually want that. It was just like a little fantasy I had. Um, I was going to say something. But I could be wrong. It could be the exact opposite. It could be the moment oh. of vulnerability, and Kevin Spacey smashes. It makes me think of... I like the show You, and in season two of You, Chris D'Elia played a stand-up comedian who was, like, taking advantage of little girls, and he kind of was doing that. So it's like, oh, it's too close to home. And then also, they removed the episode of Workaholics where he's he's a pedophile. Yeah, they took that episode off. He plays a pedophile in the episode? Topher. That's so fucking funny. He's like, like Justin Bieber hole sixty nine, and he just clip. keeps sending his dick to them. His dad's a his dad's like a famous producer. Yeah, I believe or director. Yeah, or something. Yeah, that's how he kind of got his in. And um, there's like a clip from him uh, from a podcast, uh, Crystalia, and he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, you think that all the like producers and and elites in Hollywood are just going around fucking kids? Like, yeah, sure, they're just, yeah, sure, that's what's happening, man. <laughs> and it's like." You know, you think you're so sly. (laughs) That's what's so funny. That's what's so funny because um, I genuinely don't think that until like 2010, the elites realized that like fucking kids was wrong. It wasn't until like social media decided that that's like the worst thing that you can do, which I I also agree with. I think that it is one of the worst things you can do uh, that they were like, because like you have you have like, you know, interviews with Trump where. He's being like, oh, yeah, Epstein, he likes some young. And it's like they just thought it was, like, funny. They were just like I, – I, 100% I bet that they, like, rationalized it in their heads. I 100% that Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton were like, you know, it's better he's with Epstein than with – you know, they would just be getting raped by not a rich person on the street, so it's better us than them. I'm sure that they justified it because they're fucking – they're people, and you justify the horrible things you do. That's what we do as human beings. And it sucks, but it's the truth. God. Yeah. This took a turn. Sorry. <laughs> it's fucked. It's okay. It's real life. So. I almost was QAnon. Anyways. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> I almost got sucked into QAnon because of the whole, like, uh, pedophile Pizzagate thing. shit. Yeah, Pizzagate. 
Um, and then we wa- we watched like this documentary that was very much like oh like the celebrities and there's like this fucking like satanic ring and like they they like sacrifice people and they like fuck kids and you're like yeah this is all making sense like these pieces of evidence make sense and then and Trump is gonna kill him. the end of the documentary is like so that's why we have to trust our Lord and Savior Donald Trump he's gonna save the kids and I'm like he's also fucking the kids that's, that's crazy is that like he's on epstein's flight log yeah the somehow the right wing have convinced themselves that it's just the liberals and it's not it's everybody it's literally it's everybody. i feel like i i genuinely feel like there is like a limit of wealth that you can accumulate where it's like oh that person's like there's no way that you get that much wealth without socializing with the other wealthy people and the socializing is fucking kids yeah because they're monsters and also feel bad. They're not even monsters. They're people. For the child actors and child yeah. stars. Yeah. Like the Olsen twins, Aaron Carter, fucking Kevin McAllister. Uh, probably Eddie Redmayne. Was he? No. Eddie Redmayne. Freddie Highmore? No. Probably Freddie Highmore. Eddie Redmayne. Eddie Redmayne. That's John Connor. John Connor in Terminator 2. Him and the kid from Gremlins. Mouth? Mouth from Eddie Furlong. Eddie for Eddie. Who is Eddie Redmayne? Eddie Redmayne is the Danish girl. Yes. Layman's Sorry, not Eddie Redmayne. Harry Eddie Potter. Furlong. John Connor. Um, Eddie Furlong. Freddie Furlong. Wasn't there another guy and he like died and he also came forward about being molested when he was a child actor? Yes. Can't remember his name. But that was what sprung Mouth. The actor who plays Mouth. That was like when he started to come out was when that guy died, I believe. Yeah. Did that guy kill himself because of it? Maybe. I think that he was... I do remember an interview with... Um, God, we're spreading so much misinformation. Yeah. <laughs> Winning. Who's that guy? Charlie, Charlie Sheen, Sheen. Where he was talking about... Because uh, it was... They How was is that guy not in jail? I don't know. Um, him and Mel Gibson both. Um... But, like, when he was, like, I want to say, like, 20, and there was another actor that was, like, 16, he was just, like, raping him. And it, like, came out, and they were, like, why the fuck? Like, what was going on? And he was, like, he was, like, that's just what happens. Like, that happened to me, and then I do it to him, and then he's going to do it to somebody else, and that's just the thing. And it's just this fucking horrible cycle that, I mean, and there, there's also this other stigma that it's just Hollywood. But it's not. It's the elite. It's this, it's. But that also happens in, like family dynamics too yes yeah like your no, dad it's just people you, so it's then you the fucking people kid. are monsters we deserve to die they don't break the cycle yeah yeah man is evil man is not inherently good Whew. and on that note <laughs> yeah anyway i don't know if i'll leave that last part <laughs> no yeah you can cut it because that was a lot of deep, that was a lot, that was a lot. Um, I feel like I have to put trigger warnings, definitely. But um, anyways, thank you to my brother. Very well for, for having me. Being on no eye contact. Thank you if you listened this far. Um, I wish I didn't say um. <laughs> have a good night. I love you. I don't. I don't. We don't know each other. I don't know you. You could be a fucking weirdo. Actually, you could be a pedophile. Crystalia used to, because I used to love Crystalia. That's the other. That was one of the last like 
celebrities that I like really supported and then I was super crushed when it was like oh he's actually a piece of shit um but he used to have a thing where he's like I'm not gonna say that I love my fans because like you could be like a serial killer (laughs) actually there was (laughs) there was a guy who like robbed a bank and he was wearing Crystalia merch (laughs) and he's like see this is why I don't say I love my fans (laughs) Um, but anyways, there's, uh, come town has a very high percentage of unstable people that watch it. And there are like people like that are like, I guess they're like similar to the QAnon people that genuinely think that Nick is like giving them secret messages <laughs> to do what? I don't know. And they'll like decipher it on the Reddit and stuff. That's funny. <laughs> you put that part out. Um, oh fuck. What was I going to say? What were we talking about before that? Goodbye. No, for come town. Crystalia. And there was a guy that robbed oh, yeah. the bank Did I tell the you that I definitely think that Curtis Connor was a Crystalia fan because a lot of like, he, just because I spent so much time like. You noticed that he like kind of adopted some of the mannerisms. And even some of the things he says. I mean, that's fine as long as he's not. <laughs> I'm sh- yeah, 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 yeah. But like, if I ever meet or get to talk to Curtis Connor, I'm going to be like. Ask him? Were Listen. you a Crystalia fan? Because you you kind of sometimes talk like him. <laughs> That's my Crystalia impression. <laughs> also, Chris- crazy face, and then I just like spread my legs really wide. He doesn't do the physicality. It's how he talks. It's specifically like podcast shit. But you don't, you don't like like his stand up, huh? You don't like like his stand up. Crystalia's. Yeah, I did like it. I feel like it's a lot of him doing like. No, he's very physical because he has such a fucking. Yeah, he is a that's weird what I mean. He just—that's what I was doing. That's yeah, my yeah. Crystalia impression. I wasn't doing. Him I'm on talking a podcast. about how, when he talks. That's what I oh, hear. Yeah. Curtis Connor. Sounds oh yeah. Like yeah. Um, I wasn't trying to do Curtis Connor doing Crystalia. I was just doing Crystalia. Curtis also does this thing. Have you noticed where he'll be like, "Hey guy, how about blah 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 blah?" Literally, Crystalia does that. Um, but anyways, but Curtis Connor's cool, and he seems on until he's not. Until he's not. That's right. <laughs> And that's the enough. only unproblematic kings that can be supported are Andy Samberg, Keanu Reeves. Sure, I don't know a lot about him. Um, Andy, Sam- all all around, extremely nice guy. I'm gonna say my votes are Andy Samberg, Dylan O'Brien, and Josh Hutcherson. In all the years of supporting them, and I've supported all three of them for many years, I've never heard anything bad about them. I've never had any drama. They're usually on the right stances of politics excluding andy samark he doesn't really talk about politics but yeah yes sir has frankie munez ever done anything fucked up um he got fucked up he got fucked up he suffered a lot of he was a like formula one driver for a long time wasn't he i didn't know that i know that he got a lot of um concussions and so he literally doesn't remember malcolm in the middle or filming it but he's, this isn't like fucked up. This is just like, why are you being horny on the timeline? But he like post, I think he tweeted like about wanting to fuck Lizzo multiple times. Hmm. I think I, he's married. I think he said he wanted Lizzo to like put him on a leash or something. It was something weird. And you were That's like, fine. what's going on? <laughs> eh, whatever. Yeah. Boys will be boys. <laughs> Literally all the kids from Malcolm in the Middle. This is the other thing about child actors is they're so cute as kids. And then they grow up to be just like really I don't even know if they're weird looking adults or if it's just like they just look like normal people. Mm. You know what I mean? 
What's isn't Reese doing something now? The guy who played Reese, isn't he like First of all, he's ripped. I'm pretty sure all of them are like weird looking. And I think most of them are gay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Love Brian Cranston. <laughs> and the mom killed it too. All those kids killed it. Malcolm in the Middle is so good. So good. I've rewatched it multiple times in my life. I, I'm going to rewatch it again at some point. It's, it holds up. It's so funny. It's so funny. Bro, the kid. I love weird shit. And Malcolm in the Middle is a show that's weird. Dude, the kid in the wheelchair who. <sighs> I. Yeah. And you can just Stevie. feel when Malcolm and he's like, fucking hurry up. <laughs> There's literally an episode where he's doing a speech. And so uh, Malcolm, they like record him saying all of like, hello, my name is Stevie. And they cut out all the breaths and they put it on a recording. And then he just goes up and he goes, <laughs> and it's just like, hello, my name is Stevie. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so funny. But honestly, Frankie Muniz was a good little child actor. Big, but I don't uh, know if I would say he was big a liar, cute Big liar, big fat liar. I don't know if I would say he's a cute kid. He kind of always looked like a little man. <laughs> he looked like genius. he was balding from like eight years old. <laughs> he kind of liked Tristan. <laughs> Don't yeah, say that. Yeah, he did. Especially if you look at him like season one. That was, yeah, when he was little, little. I did a thing. One time I literally rewatched Malcolm in the Middle back to back. I like watched all the way through. When I finished watching, I just went back and like rewatched Me with again. The Office multiple times. Yeah, but it was very... Uh, jarring to see because you, so you go from them being like Malcolm and Reese are going off to college to like I think like an elementary Dewey's school. not even in school yet. Dewey's yeah. not even born. It's like his first day of kindergarten. Yeah. Like the first Dewey's episode. so good. Dewey's good. From day one, he's a really funny, so funny. cute actor. I love the episode where they're playing basketball with the dad and they beat him and he's like, the future is now, old man. And we, we watched his little speech about how nothing in life Smiting matters. Smiting so the ants. Yeah, we should just be as nice as possible. Which is my genuinely my philosophy, and I didn't realize that Malcolm in the Middle gave me that. <laughs> <sighs> All right. All right. Way off topic. Way off topic. Sleepy hours. Sleepy hours. Thank you for watching. If you watch, this has been No Eye Contact. My name is Ash. My name is Cameron. Oh, do you want to plug anything? Oh, yeah. I'm Fizzgig. F-I-Z-G-I-I-G. YouTube, Twitter, Twitch. I probably won't be streaming for a while, and I haven't done I haven't done anything. This is the first time I've been in front of a camera in probably about a month and a half. Um, College. Yeah, I was moving, and I just didn't really have the motivation. But I'm hoping to try and get back to it in the next couple of weeks. So look for me at those places. Hell fucking yeah. Thanks for coming, brother. Thank you for having me. See ya. See ya. Bye.